Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kenny Rongo. Ken is a children's and youth worker at Grace Point Church. Yes, welcome to this podcast. On Mondays, we think of stories making headlines here in the country and over the world. But we sure don't stop there. We do go ahead and process all that as followers of Jesus and citizens, not just of this country, but as citizens of a much better country whose builder and the architect is God. Yes, that's what we do every Monday. This week, we look back at what has been happening and making headlines in the news over the last one week. Today, we think on issues happening here in the country that spans from the reading of the national budget to what's happening in the courts of justice. Then again, on the international news, news that has been making headlines in the world, we'll think of news about coronavirus and also about the G7 meeting that was happening this past week in the United Kingdom. Today, our major news headline of focus at the end will be what happened to French president in the past week. So please, stay with me up to the end to hear more about this. Let's start at what happened here in Kenya in the past week. In the past week, Treasury Cabinet Secretary presented to us the 2021-2022 budget, which totaled to shillings 3.64 trillion. We have lots to think and process on all these contents of his speech, but we keep hoping and praying that God will continue seeing us through these hard economic times we are facing as a country. In light of this, it's good to note that the national budget is majorly raised by our citizens paying taxes. Now, it is the responsibility of every citizen to pay taxes to their government, isn't it? As we think of this, and sometimes if we are honest, the pain that comes to it when we see these funds being embezzled or corruption cases increasing in the country, we need to keep encouraging one another as citizens, to keep honoring our duty to the state, even as we hope that the state on the other end will honor their duty and responsibility to us as citizens. Romans 13 comes to mind as we think of taxes. Paul, writing to saints in Christ at Rome, tells them this in verse 1 of Romans chapter 13. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Moving on to verses 5 to 7, Paul continues to tell believers in Christ in Rome these words. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. And then in verse 7, he encourages them to do this. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. So dear brother and dear sister, keep in your taxes joyfully for doing this pleases the Lord. Moving on to a different story that has been making headlines in the country in the past week is that of the judges and the ongoing row between the judiciary 
and the executive. This is over the rejection of six judges by the president. We have had so many people in the past week condemn the president for rejecting the appointment of these six judges. Ours in all this time is to continue praying for our president that he will continue to exercise his duties with all due diligence. Remembering those words that he said in his swearing in ceremony. So, help me God. We pray that he'll keep true to those words, that God will help him. In other news that are making headlines internationally, we can't fail to think of the G7 meeting that took place the past few days in the United Kingdom. The G7 is short of the group of seven, which brings together seven leaders from some of the world's largest economies, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the United Kingdom, and the US. Lots of good things were agreed in their three days meeting, with interest to us here in Kenya and in Africa in general, being grateful to hear what they have pledged. They have pledged 1 billion COVID vaccine doses to poor countries as a big step towards vaccinating the world. We hope and pray that this will help this continent, which in the past week has seen the confirmed cases of COVID-19 surpass the 5 million mark. Let's keep praying that a lasting solution to this pandemic will be found. And even as we pray, let's keep holding on to Christ, the solid rock, even in these uncertain times we are living in. Now, to our major news headline of focus today, we'll be thinking more of what happened to one of the G7 leaders earlier this week, the president of France, Emmanuel Macron. In the past week, one video that has been making rounds in social media and major news outlets is what happened to the president of France. Earlier in the past week, President Emmanuel Macron was shaking hands with members of the public during a walkabout on Tuesday when a member of the public slapped him on the face. Damien Tarel, a 28-year-old French citizen, slapped his president as a way of showing his frustration to him and to his government. The president of the slap was moved away by police officers who then quickly arrested Mr. Tarel. This man was taken to court and was charged with violence against a person invested with public authority. In his sentencing, he was given a four-month prison sentence and was banned from ever holding public office and from owning weapons for five years. Very interesting story, isn't it? Now, from this story, we have a lot to learn from it. One thing that we must get out of this story of a citizen slapping their president on the face is that what you and I do all the time when we disobey God and we sin against him is literally slapping him on the face. Yes, I know this is quite striking to hear, but this is what sin is. It's all that sin is about. Someone sometimes back helped me a lot to get an acronym for what sin Studs for. So those three letters, S-I-N. First, the first S starts for what you and I do. We shove off God. Shoving off God means putting God at arm's length, keeping him at a distance. You see, that's what we do, just like this man did. Acting and thinking of God as one who needs to keep over our area of life. 
we shove him off. The second thing that we do with the letter I is to tell him, I don't want you in charge. I am in charge. Yes, we do exactly this. We really don't want God in charge of our lives. We don't want him to have an authority over us. What you and I do is to want to run our lives without God, without minding what God thinks about it. We do what is right in our eyes without minding what God thinks about it, whether that is right in God's eyes. We do what we think ought to be done because we want to be in charge and never think what God's word says about this or that. This exactly is what this man did when he slapped his president on the face, disregarding the authority of his president over his life. And that's what we do when we sin and do what's evil in the eyes of the Lord. But not just that. Thirdly, for letter N, we say no to God's laws. Yes, we tell God that we don't want him telling us what to do and not to do. We disregard what he says, just as Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3. And we do that mainly by questioning his goodness, by casting doubt to what he says in his word, which then makes us go ahead and disregard all that he tells us. You see, this man who slapped his president, he did exactly this. He doesn't want to follow the rules from his leader who God has put in charge over him. He say no to his rules and to his authority over him. No wonder he went ahead and slapped him on the face. And these three things we all do when we sin. We shove off God, we tell him I'm in charge, and we say no to his rules. May the Lord grant that this week we'll be remembering this when we are tempted to sin against God. And may we remember that God in Jesus has provided for us a way to have our sins forgiven. The judgment that we will get after sinning against God is worse than a four months sentence in prison. It's hell, separation from God in eternity. What you and I need to do then is to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. The one whom Paul says this about him in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Yes, Jesus who knew no sin was made sin for us, so that in him, in Jesus, you and I might become the righteousness of God. Take this to heart, brother. Take this to heart, sister, this week. Rejoice in this today. Take a minute now and thank God that he made Jesus to become sin for you so that me and you, we might become the righteousness of God. Many thanks again for tuning in. See you again next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.